Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another special episode of the X Button, a spoiler cast, our third one this year. I am your host, Alejandro, and with me is my spider buddy. Hey, everybody. I love. Wait, are we starting off with spoilers? Yeah, you can start with spoilers immediately. Okay, I just love being a playable Venom in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, um, so yeah, Paul, like, kind of like we teased with the normal episode that went out this week, we both played Spider-Man 2, we beat Spider-Man 2, we platinum Spider-Man 2. Uh, so much was happening in the week that we wanted to not just make the normal episode just about Spider-Man, but we also wanted to make a spoiler cast uh, like we did for both Jedi Survivor and Final Fantasy 16, the other two big uh, story-based games uh, that were highly anticipated from us. Uh, and we kind of dedicated the time for that. And uh, I definitely wanted to give that for Spider-Man, but the difference is that when those other two episodes happened, it was like a more quiet times. Spider-Man took happened in the middle of still a very busy time where we still needed to cover all our bases, but I definitely wanted to talk more about like this game that was highly anticipated for you. Uh, your, the sequel to probably your second or top favorite game probably ever from what you have told me. Yeah. And me as someone it's, that's it's really up there, yeah. yeah. And me as someone that really loved the first two Spider-Man games, but not as much as you loved them. Like, I, I appreciate like what they did for uh, superhero games in general, especially like uh, that, that, that the Batman Arkham series had already kind of like completed their run and kind of just faded away and we needed like the next wave. I feel Spider-Man, the first, the 2018 Spider-Man did that. And then a game like Miles Morales, uh, two years later, like took the greatness of the original, sanded, sanded the edges of some of the parts that were not as great and put us in like in an upward trajectory. So five years since the 2018 game came out and uh, with high anticipation, this was like the big PlayStation 5 game for the, for the year, especially like Final Fantasy 16 was the other big one, but like from a first party, like from an actual Sony Studios, like Sony was like, yeah, we're only putting Spider-Man. That's how confident we feel about it. We already saw that it has massive financial success. The reviews were really great and all that. And uh, could this really be the best of this three of this trio of games? Uh, having beaten it and platinum it and all of that, Paul, uh, you as a big fan of the 2018 game, is this the best Spider-Man game from Insomniac so far? I don't think it is. <laughs> I I don't think it is, guys and yeah. girls and everybody in between. I think, um, I especially when Gene Park said that the other two games are obsolete, mm-hmm. uh, red flags started going off in my head, mm-hmm. both because that was before the previous, uh, before the game actually came out, I think. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. when the embargo lifted. And I was like, there's no way that it's going to be so good that I'm not going to want to go back to enjoy the like storyline and just the feel of all that. I know. They, I know. He clarified. <laughs> he clarified <laughs> he specifically clarify. what makes it. It's absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the even like within that, um, I was still like, no, it's not going to be that way for me. I'm just going to keep enjoying myself the way it is uh, for all three games, maybe just at least bouncing between 2018 mm-hmm. and this one. And yeah. uh, pretty soon after that, within like the first five or so hours, with one very notable and very good exception, mm-hmm. um, I was not impressed. And yeah. I I hate that those words just came out of my mouth. No. So. Because I think my expectations were so high. 
Mm -hmm. I think that was one problem for that. Were you going to say something? Yes. And on top of that, it's like this game was reviewing better than the other two. It has a 90 in Marriott created right now. It dropped one point, but it's, it's like in the high 90s. It's like this is Insomniac's first. Finally, they broke through. It's like they have been this consistently great studio that a lot of people are like, they're consistently great, but they're not the top, the highest of top tiers. And the reviews that this game was getting was uh, was also like, yes, this is happening. And to me, it's like um, it had like an upward trajectory. And for the most part, I feel there are elements of this game that is that are my favorite from the three games. I feel, to me personally, the combat and movement is the best of the three. The visuals are, I would consider it next to like close to Horizon Forbidden West and Final Fantasy 16, the current benchmark of what a PS5 exclusive can be. And there are some moments from the story and set pieces that I could say rank high up there as some of the best of a game in 2023. However, this is also a game that as a sequel decided to go bigger and broader. The old Cliffy B Gears of War 2 is like bigger, better, and more badass. That was kind of like always like the, it, it became kind of like a meme for like the sequel that just in, inevit inevitably goes bigger. And this game handling two characters at the same time automatically makes it like a bigger and more grander scale adventure. But I also feel that on them pursuing that grander and broader scale, the game lost a bit of the clean elegance of the prior two games. There was like something more straightforward and simple about the individual tales of Peter and Miles from the first game that when the both of these stories are kind of like smushed together with like the more bloatedness that has happened here, I feel this game suffers more than the other two when it comes to like a bloat and languish pacing where you mentioned the first six hours that you were not impressed and I do agree with that. It's like this game somehow people has a much slower start than the other game. And, and on top of that, uh, the story while it still has some great moments, I feel like the writing still has... It's like, that was so strong in 2018, that was so strong in Miles Morales. I think I, I feel that is still equally strong here in many character moments. I feel like Insomniac has a great handle of these characters for this game to be like uh, still my favorite interpretation of Spider-Man or like any medium, like even with, like with this game. But I also feel like in that language moments, I feel like Insomniac started to smell a little bit the farts that are coming out of the, the Sony first party... Uh, stable that they're like so cinematic and like uh, that they start to become a little self-indulgent this game has a lot yeah. of moments where you're just walking and talking with a character you're like driving a bike with someone to go look at a flashback that doesn't really reveal anything because it's like it's dealing on backstory that we already know of many of many of these characters it, so it's kind of weird because it's almost like you're adapting a greek myth at this point where it's one of those we all know how this begins we all know how this kind of comes together i do appreciate the attempt mm -hmm. but at the same time i mean like specifically for the context of your example mm -hmm. with it being young peter and young mm -hmm. harry to kind of drive home the knife later on when all of that conflict comes to a head but at the same mm -hmm. time it's like I felt like I didn't really get anything out of it because mm -hmm. where something like Uncharted 4's younger segment yeah. where it really solidified your connection to Sam a new character don't, in that game yes, a new character, a new character mm -hmm. it almost doesn't connect you enough to Harry as a character because that's one of the only times that you really uh, one of two times I would say mm -hmm. you really connect with him yeah. uh, as a character because the other one is um, later at the EMF Mm -hmm. um 
another walking and, and talking sequence. Yeah, uh, and it's just kind of, and the the Coney Island. So I guess three three really, mm -hmm. but at the same time you're kind of balancing between Harry and MJ in that moment. Mm -hmm. And the weird mechanics of what you're required to do, what you're not required to do, sometimes getting soft blocked, you know, mm -hmm. the usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, let me get uh, back on track. It's just, it's a lot for not enough uh, growth. It's like artificial bonding, yeah. if that makes sense. And it's more like, this is kind of like the problem of like doing a, a version of a story that we've seen in many different times before is like, um, one of the things that I really love about 2018 was that, um, there was a lot of new within it that was not seen in, a, in, in other Spider-Man games. Like to me, like the big thing was Martin Lee, the Mr. Negative. He's only been in the comics. He had never shown up anywhere else. And even though that game eventually becomes the Spider-Man versus Dr. Octopus uh, game, uh, that was not how that game was marketed early on. That was a nice surprise seeing Dr. Octopus being that game and eventually become like the big villain of that game. And how like, taking advantage of the newness that was Mr. Negative. Then Insomniac crafting a tale that really like hits on the course of what makes Spider-Man great and making their story their own. That's like what made uh, the story of 2018 really special, especially some of the chances that it took near the end. And uh, comparing like to, to the Peter and uh, to, to the Peter and Harry relationship, it was like, even with the flashbacks, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching The Amazing Spider-Man too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 like, I'm like, it's like this is not that difference. It's like instead of like this, instead of like this flashbacks feeling more uh, revelatory, they felt more self-indulgent. As like, like you can eliminate those flashbacks and you just put some dialogue, and it would be the exact same thing. It's like it, they just added extra bloat. Give us a that, Star Wars title crawl. Peter and Harry are best friends. That's the, you know that somehow Harry has returned. Yeah. In the 2018 game, that's all you needed, and that worked. That was kind of like some of the things that worked about that game, the immediate rest nature of, like, they understood that you know what these characters are. They didn't need to, like, saddle you with origins and all that. So so those moments are like, yes, there there were some great emotions in those flashbacks, but yeah. especially because that's how you we get to see Anne May, who, for people that didn't play 2018, it was like, the big twist was that she actually died. She succumbed to the Devil's Breath virus of that... Uh, at the at the end of that game and that was like a big swing for that game that yeah. really like really helped punt and elevate that story like near the end to like deliver that kind of like bittersweet emotional punch that made that story so memorable so it's like i don't feel that the story like some of the reveals and how much they try to tell in the story were like justifying the time it was taking because it just felt more self-indulgent than revealing uh, even though it was well acted like they acted like i mentioned it's kind of like the writing is great oh, and yeah. all that so uh and then also before like going to more like story stuff, like to me, like this game also shows that the formula for Spider-Man needs a little bit more. Uh, they need to tweak it a little bit more like in open world activities and all that. We got to see improvements in side missions, like the actual story being told inside missions was like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing the improvements for Miles Morales uh, be introduced in this game. And, uh, but side activities are still like checklists, like very repetitive. And uh, so especially like when, you, when you're doing like back to back, there's quality of life that they added, no need to like do towers to open the map and all that. Some activities you can see mm -hmm. just by flying around. So that helped a lot. But um, then the rest I of the- I do appreciate the, uh, that the crimes just kind of continue for the fun of it. There's not mm -hmm. like five crimes in each district and then all That's of a it. sudden crime is solved. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I do appreciate yeah. that. It, would, like, it left me something to do, even when I was kind of just running around for the fun of it, collecting trophies. Yeah. And uh, and then my big, probably my biggest sticking point, pun intended for this game, is uh, hmm. after the last two games were like very polished, very pristine uh, examples of like the high quality you usually expect from a Sony first party game. Uh, now, we have heard this was probably an, a problem that happened with the day one patch because reviewers, they say, they swear high up and down that this was not a problem during the review environment, but this game on the day one patch was surprisingly one of the most unstable games that I played out of Sony First Party and Insomniac, to the point yeah. where even some of the slightly janky stuff you can find in the other games or also in the Batman games, kind of like we talked in the normal episode of somebody's getting stuck in the middle after in the combat with the weird th things happening and all that it was like uh, clipping severely to soft locking you from activity sometimes uh yeah. game crashing when the game didn't crash before and uh me getting some like the weird stuff like two cars getting stuck together like dogs in the middle of intercourse or miles like suddenly glowing jello like he has the power of the sun like emanating from him even though like he has no direct sunlight hitting him and uh and my best bug that my XP meter bugged out after a quest that literally I forgot boosted, about me, that. boosted me up to level 60, like no problem. <laughs> and and I, it made me complete the thing. That, that was a funny glitch that was helpful because it's like, oh yeah, this cut up my uh this cut my grind to level 60 because we both platinum this game. But it's like it's distressing to be like, man, it's like especially on the on the eve of seeing some of the reviews that we're putting this as like, yeah, this is the best game out of the three and all that, and seeing all these issues and uh some of the problems with that they were happening with the pacing and all that, that I'm like, there are elements in this game. It's highest of highs to me are like makes this probably my favorite of these three games, but it's in those specific moments. And it's not like I say definitively, this is a slam dunk. This is the best game out of this three. Like because of those issues It's like, I feel yeah. like at the, at the very least, like, to me, it, may, it puts all three games kind of like an equal footing. But I think what's disappointing, even though I really like this game, by the way, like you can go read my review. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I gave the original a 9 out of 10. I would give Miles Morales also a 9 out of 10. This also would be like a 9 out of 10 in my book because those highs I tell you people are really high. Do you see how it could have been the best one? From the moment it starts with that amazing Sandman moment that after I finished it, I was like, oh, we're in for a ride here. Holy yeah. crap. It's like they... They like stepped it up. This is God of War three level. Like seeing that massive uh, Sandman level and the two Spider-Mans working together. The game didn't really bug out on me at that moment either. It's so crazy it's like... because um, I want to say this before I forget it. I think that's why to me, I still prefer the opening to 2018 because it, it's a spectacle, but it is not a huge one. When you think about it, break it down. Um, you're like all of a sudden Fisk is getting taken on. He's yeah. like the big dog. All of a sudden you're like zipping into it. All you really do is you go into a skyscraper, you mm -hmm. face off against some faceless dudes mm -hmm. uh, and you have like a, a little fight with Fisk where you go through a few walls. And for us, that was insane. But when you really mm -hmm. think about it, that was like, oh, okay, that's just kind of like, it's a little boss fight, but for somebody mm -hmm. who'd never experienced that, it was a perfect start to this, and mm -hmm. it kick-started just enough because you knew that Fisk getting taken out was a huge deal, and everything after that is like, 
everybody in yeah. the world is like grab bagging for territory so it all made sense in context yeah. but for this one it's like oh my gosh sandman just showed up out of nowhere and just ate up half of new york mm -hmm. quick somebody save us and then you do all of these insane things mm -hmm. crazy several like lengths of set pieces mm -hmm. wild stuff like they set your expectation too high mm -hmm. for too much to happen let me let me maybe make a better comparison. God of War. Uh-huh. God of War um, three. You start off super slow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We don't get yeah. the really good yeah, yeah, sorry. Um mm. 2018's God of War. It, you start off super slow and you build to the Balder fight. That was mm -hmm. the big like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. But you start off with this really slow, quiet thing. Like, I almost wish that we'd maybe not. I don't want to say we start off quieter in a Spider-Man game, but mm -hmm. I think they just blew it too quick. Yeah, maybe and if I we think, had and, and, some and you, preamble. Yeah, or I think I, I think I think you're, your issue is, and kind of like what I do agree, especially when it comes to what I say, this game's language pacing that it suffers early on. It's like it's blows it up so incredibly big at the beginning that the calm down is super hard. It's like it's it like pumps, like it, it pumps the brakes so hard to try to establish. Uh, the background of not just Peter, but also Miles, because again, like this is a game that's about both of them. Uh, eventually, saging into like, oh yeah, Craven is in this game. He's going to be like a big focus in this game. Oh yeah, Harry's back. He wants to heal the world. And by the way, he had this Venom symbiote suit that you see at the end and end credit teasers of the first game. And by by coming down and attempting to like establish so much at the same time in that calm down, you really feel it because you're like. Man, I got a taste of like a water incredible, like exciting sequence is that now it's like, I feel like I'm waiting for the next one now. And it takes a while for that to happen. And and and, and that to me is kind of like a, and like, like, the, like the big thing that to me is like a, not quite failure by the stumbling blocks of the story that it attempts to do so much at the same time. But then we're stuck with Craven, which in my opinion is like, we spend so much time with Craven to not really learn anything of value or justifying why we spend so much time with Craven. So like get it through the side content, which yeah. is let me step back to that side content mm -hmm. briefly, because yeah. I will agree that overall it's a huge blessing, mm -hmm. huge improvement um in the quality. Yeah. But for the breadth of it, when I think about like 2018s, you had stealth uh mm -hmm. segments. You had uh, combat segments. You had the bases. There mm -hmm. was one for each of the factions, and you'd go and you'd fight like five waves of enemies. That was easily one of my favorite parts of the entire game because you would go in, you would either stealth your way through this building, or you could just walk in and wipe the floor yeah. with everybody in a, like a condensed atmosphere. Yeah. And even though they had those bases, I don't feel like they had anything close to that this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I would say this, like uh, the especially the Craven uh, bases that are hidden throughout the city that are like that are cloaked and all that is like they get clo a little close to kind of like that idea that you can like take that entire base completely stealth if you want. They're especially because then you build to like a massive base, but it's just a Craven. Uh, it's just it's just for the Craven dudes, and I think uh, that's the problem though because those bases that you find are just on top of a random building. Mm -hmm. Like there's no. All right, I'm going in. I'm taking this place out. Like, if you happen to fly through it already, you're already detected. It's uh -huh. just, it's there. You can't just leave and go back. 
and like you can but then you feel like an idiot um so the all you have is the four posts that act mm -hmm. as your station there's no like beams to go across you would have to use your web shooter to actually mm -hmm. create those no. um like there's no environment like unique feel like you're in a abandoned warehouse like that mm -hmm. was that's spider-man to me where he's like finding his way into a weird arms deal in mm -hmm. like the warehouse on the east side of new york yeah. or something and that's yeah, and that's kind of why I'm, and, right. and that's kind of why I mentioned that there's a difference between the improved quality of the side missions to the improve to the quality yeah. of the side activities that would fall under side activities, and that is like feels very similar to what came before, but well in in lesser amounts. And I will say this uh, with the stealth sections that like you have to remember, especially with the 2018 one, those are warehouses that you could stealth around on. You could only stealth around one round. The rest of the four ones are were just combat thing. That's something that Miles Morales improved on, yeah. that they could, that in Miles specifically, those warehouses would be completed completely in stealth. And that was awesome because it's like, it yeah. felt like a reward. And in 2018, they got halfway there. If you could do the first way completely stealth, and then the next four four waves, just like, it just becomes like a brawl. So uh, the, 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 pro the problem with that is that uh, the activities are, the side activities just like, feel still very repetitive like the emf uh the, 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 there's an emf like uh, lab things that that's where some of the puzzles start coming in which by the way is like a, them immediately including the skip puzzle uh thing early on i'm like if you have to i, I have reached at this point saying like if you have to include a skip button why is that in the game it's like yeah. why why are you putting it in the game because that is it that exemplifies more it's like you don't really believe in this we can just keep it like like without any problem and and we'll be none the wiser and uh and, and try to bring to reel it back to like the whole craving of it all it's like uh the big drive of this story like the majority of the, uh, the big plot is craven arrives he's on his last hunt he's hunting some of the old villains from the last game which is an interesting angle to like bring a bunch of them back even though some of them aren't really brought back they just get killed off screen and even one people found out his fate that may not be his fate because we didn't really see him in the game. They had to like glitch into like a wall. So that was probably something that they may have walked it's back. Probably like one of the devs that was like, yeah. ah, I'm just going to throw this in for the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, so specific, yeah. So specific to find that. But it's like, um, I just compared like that entire kind of like middle section uh, just to Martin Lee last uh, last time that I always felt like intrigued, even though like eventually like I, I did this with our buddy Sebastian over a single player experience. Like, um, I wish at least that game had peppered more villains in that middle section because it was just all about we. But at least yeah. from a story perspective, we were learning a lot about who Martin Lee was, that the personal connection you had with Lee, with Feast, May, and all that, like for his heel turn to feel like something that is like, man, it's like he'll seem like such a nice guy. And that's kind of effed up that he had like a he he was planning like this terror attacks, which that's how we got introduced to Miles in that game with like the death of his father that's kind of like followed up followed up on in this game but uh we, we don't get this as a similar kind of like insightfulness to uh to craven the hunter like we do it's like definitely they're they did took use of like the craven's last hunt story but not exactly that i would say and i would say craven spends most time like more as a side like uh he's more in the silence to like everything that's happening um the only thing that they have added and if you really paid attention to both like the doing his basis and hearing the audios of him talking to his family and finding a medicine uh while you're like in the base is that he's doing this because he's dying 
So you can like, as you can assume, he probably has cancer, which of course, another thing this year, someone ha having that, uh, because Peter mentioned something like, that's a kind of like, uh, that's a kind of that's a kind of medicine that someone has for F1. It's like in chemotherapy or something like that. He's, he says, I was like, yeah. well, I guess that's why like he's like so eminent. He's like, I don't want to go down like in a bed. I want to go down with like the big thing. And to me, it's like, that's kind of lame because it's like, it's so one dimensional. Especially, I think, yeah. and here's and here's also kind of like the bigger problem compared to 2018. We know Venom was in this game from the very first trailer. We heard of Craven, but it ended with the Venom tease. We didn't hear at all about the Doctor Octopus until we played this game mm -hmm. because of the way the the Craven the Hunter story plays out in this game. What it feels like is it's a stalling tactic. We got to fill this game up. Well, here's Craven. He's going to like be like kind of like the driving story for like some of the cool moments that happen. And to be fair, like at least from gameplay, there are amazing moments that happen in like the middle section of this game. He's just in story. You really feel it's like, yeah, Craven's imposing. He's like his big chunky dude and all that. But where is Venom? It's like, when is he showing up? We know that he's in the game. Obviously, they're into like he's gonna be tied to Harry because then like one of the cooler things that happens a character base like in this moment is like when Peter uh, sees that Harry has powers and they get to bond together because it's like this yes yeah, this is an interesting way for to, for them to like at least bond together in submissions like uh, when they, they go both rescue Harry, uh, Tombstone and he's like kind of like yeah. your companion there it's like I thought this is this is really cool like getting to do the takedowns together it's like they're both buddy buddies and all that obviously. Uh, Something happens uh, later during the section where Peter gets severely injured, almost killed by by Craven. That's how you get your black suit, and obviously that kind of sets us on the way to, yeah. Of course, it's like the traditional symbiote. So Peter gets it, becomes so it becomes so strong. He becomes an asshole. He becomes a jerk to everyone. And I was just rolling my ass because it's like, yeah, it's like I know how this story goes. Like I absolutely know how this is gonna go. Then eventually he's just gonna do the thing and he's gonna tear it out and. Then that's how Venom comes out. Um, and that's why I was like, yes, yeah, like I'm just going through the motions, even though some of the there's some really cool moments here, especially seeing things from Mouse's perspective. I think that's like at least one of the fresher, uh, the, the, the fresher things that they do, at least story-wise, to the symbiote is like now we see kind of like an outside looking in, like how it looks to see like yeah. Spider-Man succumb to like the symbiote. And there's really amazing moments from both Miles and MJ, who of course she's back in this game. There's three stealth sections. Thankfully, they're much better. Still, I, I will say, yeah, like, I will say, they're I fun. Am, it's actually fun to play with her. Now. I I really enjoy this. Some people are being yeah. salty about it. Yeah, I I love. It's kind of dumb in some ways, but I'm also like, the fact that they just turned MJ into this like military badass with mm -hmm. like the one trip she made to Simparia. Yeah, it's where a, she's oh. just like kicking a dude's leg out zapping him in the neck with the taser and then getting the web shooter attachment to it and she's just yeah. dropping dudes left and right and i just i love the memes around it where it's like imagine you've spent your entire life training alongside craven the hunter himself and then you get uh -huh. taken out by a work at home journalist for the taser. <laughs> i was like yeah. gee yeah, it's like it strangles it's it straddles the credibility, but at the very least, oh, it's gosh. like um, that was one of my bigger problems with the 2018 game. How often you got taking control out of out from you? Like you play a Spider-Man, especially if you mainline that game. That's how I felt in more in this recent playthroughs. Like, yeah, long yeah. section with Spider-Man. Now time to MJ or Miles. We're just walking around. 
and like you couldn't couldn't do much. And it was until her final sequence you got to taste her. So it's like, oh, she can finally defend herself now. But uh, it's like there's less of those sequences here, and at least they were more exciting. Like mm -hmm. um, the two, especially the two MJ sequences, are like big turning points for the symbiote story that they're telling here. Like the first one, like dovetails into eventually Peter getting that suit away from Harry. Then the other one is when we see what happens when Spider-Man falls asleep and the symbiote kind of takes over. That's when we got a little bit of, of the taste of the Venom voice, uh, voiced by Tony Todd, which is the amazing Candyman and also Zoom from the Flash from, from, from the Flash TV show. It's like, just like, he sounds so terrible. That's just his normal voice with a, with a voice modular. He no, he makes that. It's like, that's why he's so known for that. Wow. Uh, it's like, he just, it's like, it just sounds so monstrous. It's like, that's just what I recently, um, like sorry you were finishing up yeah i was like that's what makes Candyman like such a memorable horror villain because of tony todd so <laughs> as you were saying um yeah one thing that i was thinking about with the specifically the scene where um peter falls asleep and like the symbiote takes him for a joyride it's apparently like a really big staple of that storyline mm -hmm. which i didn't actually realize um mm -hmm. until going back on i watched the overly sarcastic productions uh, detailed diatribe, which is about two hours long, Damn. about <laughs> the symbiote, um, the the symbiote storyline in every media that's adapted it, and what they've got right about it, what they've got like not so great, what's flat, what's worked. Um, the '90s Spider-Man was a big mm -hmm. winner. The yeah. spectacular Spider-Man from the 2000s, mm -hmm. um, and then they talked about kind of teeing this one up a little bit but obviously it came out before the game did so they're like it looks like they're getting a lot of these things right about it mm -hmm. uh, of course they talked a lot about the raimi spider-man movies and they talked about how uh flatly they fell however that spider-man 3 is actually better than a lot of people give it credit for which is a really funny take mm -hmm. um the the ending for that he was like i'm burdened with this knowledge i wish i was wrong mm -hmm. so anyway um one of the things with like how it takes over his body whenever he's trying to sleep because it wants to be like as efficient of a Spider-Man as physically possible. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool. And then combining that with, well, what happens when he, Peter is not in control of the horrifying powers that is Spider-Man? Yeah. And what does that create when you start combining that with like a creepy eldritch sludge monster? Mm -hmm. And that was a perfect idea like I, i'm kind of surprised that we haven't gotten a mj is the horror damsel and peter mm -hmm. is now the horror yeah um, it, it is just such a great idea that like watching that happen and every time especially going through that sequence where despite all of it mj's trying to push deeper into this sewer mm -hmm. the symbiote is trying to rip everything apart to collapse it in on her and him mm -hmm. um and the like screams it would just shoot at her the fact that it was becoming like a resident evil game for a minute where mm -hmm. you're suddenly playing a shooter over yeah. the shoulder and there's a creepy creature that's hunting you yeah um <laughs> it was actually a really cool spin on it that i yeah. wish i'd gotten a little bit more of um, and, and and that's the thing like this thing game about. really this game really comes alive as soon as the black suit like enters you because uh, to try to like sidestep a little bit like for for example to gameplay uh, I, I say like how I like the gameplay of, of this game a lot uh, one of the big things that I really was worried going into this game especially after playing Miles Morales was that they introduced the, the electric venom uh, abilities with that game 
they paired right. they they pared down gadgets for miles to make to, to make use of those four powers that you could have at your disposal at all times with gameplay. I was like, man, me as someone that barely used gadgets because the way to use gadgets back then was like you had one and you had to like use a, a weapon wheel in the middle of combat to switch around and then you could do like a tap if you had a like map to L1 to like switch between two. It was like this is like, like I'm in the middle of like fighting all these bad guys. I don't want to be slowing my game down until I switch to a different gadget. Plus, I don't, the game wasn't balanced enough to be like, no, you really need to use this gadget. It's like, I could play with, without them. So it was like, they were not pushing it. Whereas in Miles Morales, they actually pushed by making Miles weaker, like in base, be like, you got to use everything. And that helped. And I was hey, like, okay. Did you ever play either 2018 or Miles Morales on the harder difficulties? I never did. I okay. could imagine. That, yeah, I could imagine that was that probably was absolutely where it was like you need to use every gadget in your arsenal, and that's probably why I ended up enjoying it so much mm -hmm. because I was forced to use the wheel mm -hmm. constantly, and I'd like switch to one, switch to another, take out a guy with the tripwire, hit somebody mm -hmm. with the wed bomb, and I think that's what it ended up being because I've I've seen at least one other guy that was a prominent YouTuber talk exactly the way that I've been talking about the gadgets mm. where he was like legitimately incensed about the fact that all of the gadgets are now like the least Peter Parker-ish gadgets mm. and it's like anti-grav technology and it's not like the cool web-based moves that just give you the tiniest edge in combat um, which turns out the ricochet web in Spider-Man 2 kind of gives you some of that and, and also the, the trap that ability and, and the and the and the big trap that grabs everyone it grabs everyone but that's huh? all for the combos the trip wire is an instant takedown for almost every enemy that was mm -hmm. one really cool thing i loved but let me get back from the last track. game oh, yeah from 2018 yeah for this one the regular web shooters i found out if you're point blank it acts like the impact web mm -hmm. but only on the final upgrade yeah that is garbage <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, I just, I loved, like, the cool web base. Like, it feels like Peter has, like, three or four different settings for his webs to just keep things growing. But then to take all of that away and give him, like, an anti-grav knock straight up in the air. BMC Which the suspension move. matrix was the same as the first game. So I, that was, that like, was, like, it, it was easily my least favorite of that group. That's the and one the I used. You got it super late, <laughs> and it was an optional upgrade. Uh -huh. made me think okay well that makes sense like that that's like the real like you put the effort in to get that ability but realistically it's mostly all of the other like the top five that you get are mm. peter's real bread and butter so yeah it was just we clearly play that game very differently but but um, i also because i would say this like if you need to like dial up the difficulty for that those gadgets to feel like you need to use them then that's that's a problem to like just more normal play where I bet you it's like what they what it did was they play tested they saw how people were playing and to Miles Morales and this game's credit at base normal difficulty you have to use everything and yeah. they made it much they made it much easier with like the new controls that they added of finally having both gadgets like all the four gadgets like once unlocked always with you and so that at no point you have to stop and synchronizing with you beating enemies that's how you reload some of them and so that means that you have to like mix it with the l1 attacks that they finally added to peter that was i was like wondering be like yeah i hope they added to peter because if not i'm just gonna stick with miles because it's like i can go back from not being able to use the venom attacks to what peter used their initial solution 
you not my favorite. Say that's a problem for the difficulty than the actual implementation of the tools, because that's the same thing that I was saying about your Devil May Cry's in any action game. Like, mm -hmm. look at God of War. You don't have to do all of the really awesome combos at lower difficulties. Mm -hmm. You just don't have to. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they were poorly implemented. It's just the difficulty. I feel that that's like... I feel that game pushes you a little bit more to at least use it in a way that the Spider-Man 2018 game didn't. It uh, does it better. So yeah. that's why I'm saying like they should have dialed the difficulty up just a tiny amount mm -hmm. to better push you towards that. But I have a feeling they knew they were going for a really wide net mass market out of that. And you're mm -hmm. going to get a lot of people who are not good at playing video games trying to play a Spider-Man game for the first time in 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I think that's they probably took the hit on. We're going to lower the difficulty, just let people enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm. And all of the gadgets are there if you want to like mix and match do what you want out of it yeah it was basically experiment if you want but the game's not gonna like penalize you for that in this Marlins, game which in, I in, appreciate in, in this game at normal difficulty not using the guys or anything you're screwed it's like they find out it's like they they dial it to the point where now like when you mix the l1 attacks and the r1 face button attacks which is what has us all your gadgets i'm like now i feel like i have to use all of it because i have to get into that flow state of like okay like when i'm yeah. playing as peter before the symbiote like he has the uh he has his spider uh, the spider spider yeah. thing switch yeah. it's kind of what i was wondering is like uh i was not a fan at first of what they did with like the with the spider with the spider uh, uh with the spider legs because i was like yes it's like i see where they're trying to get to the functionality of miles but the truth of the matter is that Miles still feels much stronger. It's like Peter feels slower, at least until you upgrade. But Miles felt strong initially. Like yeah. the functionality was always there to the point where early in the game, when the game, when you're free roaming and you can do side activities or side quests and they have like the two phases, what, what did I do? Play as Miles. I was like, I'm sticking with Miles. Like it's like, they basically, basically both have L1 attacks. I just much prefer his. They feel more fun. And early on, especially with the story elements, especially when the, uh, we had the big sequence early on where at the raft, uh, both Scorpion and Mr. Negative are being transferred and Mr. Yeah. Negative gets kidnapped and they both of them get kidnapped by Craven showing up. Uh, Miles gets an upgrade. Like he gets like extra abilities from what he has. So it was like all Which the upgrades. Cool. I wasn't expecting that. And and they were, and eventually when I got all of them, I was like, I'm going to stick with this. I really like him like doing that. Emperor Palpatine electricity of L1 square, uh, the yeah. L1 the the L1 triangle one where he just jumps up like his freaking uh, dragoon from Final Fantasy and just and it just is drop. so was, like, funny. So... <laughs> Miles is literally just an anime character at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I cannot yeah. believe it, but it works so well. Yeah, yeah. His L1 circle one that brings everyone in for like an explosion, and then the final yeah. one that is like the L1X that is like an extra punch, which. Yes, you already had an L1X that brings him up, but he just looks so much cooler with like that blue, that blue Mr. Negative kind of like a tint to it. Yeah. It was like he was getting all those upgrades that then when I was playing as Peter, I was like, you feel lame. You feel lame. It's like, this is what I was fearing. But the black suit, that's why you feel lame. Because yeah. when you get the black suit halfway through, even though the story plays out as usual, like it's kind of, I, I was saying, I was like, yeah, this is playing out like I was expecting. Here's Peter, like being angry at everyone, like being a complete asshole, and all of that. So, the gameplay side of it, holy crap, did the symbiote feel so good? Like, uh, especially that initial tendril attack, the L1 triangle where he becomes like the big ball that you can yep. rush in and then like stick, stick everyone, the big like spikes, uh, then the, the tendrils that you can grab and then just slam people in. And 
mixing all that then with the gadgets you have it was like oh man the combat of this feels so damn good it's like again it's like it's it's, it's kind of like at the flow state that it eventually like how they tuned everything especially because they throw more harder enemies so you get the january 6 guy from yeah. <laughs> that I, I <laughs> yeah. ever since you mentioned it uh, i'm all out this, of honey yeah <laughs> it's like uh it, great jokes it, the jokes for peter were like not hitting for the most part but then when he got the black suit like I was starting to laugh at some of the jokes, especially with uh, the tiger. The tiger sequence slayed me. I was like, "This is this is really funny." The, the, this entire sequence is actually actually really funny for a game that I wasn't laughing as much as I did in the previous game. But uh, but just kind of like in, in in that gameplay, it's just like it just they knew. It's like this is what I was saying that it's like the big upgrade they needed to do the combat was like at any difficulty, feel like everything in your tools at, the, at your disposal, you gotta use it. And even some of the upgrades from the upgrade tree. I was doing more combos. Like the idea of like flowing someone in the square, square circle, like slide, like you, you, you like slide beneath someone like in the air to like slash up. And then like, I felt like I the, the game felt like it was re- rewarding me more for doing all of that in a way that the other game felt like it had an excess of abilities that were not really needed. Especially because the last game had Web Blossom. The insta-win button. Yeah. Glad they took it out. I'm so glad they took yeah. it out. And they gave us rage powers that are, you can see they're kind of easy wins, like the big explosion from Miles or the yeah. big, or, or the big like rage thing from, from Peter. But I would say even then it didn't feel like a win, but it felt more like an extension of your tools, especially the, because then it's like, while you're in rage meter, your powers start like, uh, like regenerating much quicker and all that. So it was like, mm-hmm. it felt more balanced instead of like a win button. That's why, like, I give this the, the, the gameplay of this game so much of its props. Also, because I didn't play like you, the the, the other one. It's like uh, that was, uh, and I and I bet the heat mapping of how they have seen the playtest showed them probably that the, the way Miles Morales played, because that's the one that introduced the L1 powers and dialed back gadgets, was probably the thing that people preferred the most. So they built more towards that. But yeah. you're not wrong. It was that was just how you played it. I have been on the itch to replay the other games after finishing this game because this game left me wanting more because it's like we I beat it in 22 hours, platinum did. Way too easy to platinum. I'm gonna dial oh. up the difficult I'm gonna dial up the difficulty. I'm gonna see it for myself just to just to see what you see because I never the game never really pushed me to do the harder difficulty, even though there's a trophy. I, I would truly recommend, especially yeah. if you could if you have one that you're already completed it on, do the mm-hmm. new game plus, and mm-hmm. then ramp that difficulty I have, to. I have two like new game ultimate, plus saves I there. I have two new game Please, plus saves I, there. Trust me, um, I feel like it's a very different kind of way to play mm-hmm. because you can still like you don't have to stealth everything. It's still perfectly playable. It just requires mm-hmm. that quicker timing, a good flow, um, a nice mm-hmm. combo that you could just throw people around. But the fact that you don't have to spend so much of the game unlocking the great stuff mm-hmm. lets you just go from the beginning. That's why I always replay that game. Yeah, that's why I always replay that game with the new game plus thing. It's just so nice yes. to just be able to play it just with everything unlocked because it just cuts out on time. But it's kind of like something like why I went back down this rabbit hole with the gameplay and all that, especially when getting the symbiote stuff. It's like everything symbiote related with Spider-Man 2 is this game at its strongest. Like everything, yeah. even with the even with the lameness that I feel is like inherent of like the, an asshole Peter that you're alone with all tries a little too hard sometimes that I'm like, yeah, you're trying way too hard. It's like, you're really great as Peter. Like you're a really great actor for Spider-Man. I don't feel this is quite hitting your uh, emotional range too well. Like for what you I like. You didn't like Yuri's 
like black suit Spider-Man? Anger is it, it, it felt a little too tryhard. Oh, so, yeah, I it, loved yeah, it. yeah. So it's like a, it, I was like, yeah, there's some cool elements. I feel I feel like the manic elements, like when he's talking with Connor and he's using the Wii and all that, like talking. That's when it, that was good. Yeah. yeah. It's just when he's like angry, like he's trying to do the angry thing. I'm like, some yeah. of the, yeah, okay, I, it's a little, it's a little too forced there, yeah. yeah. But there's some parts like when he's talking to Craven in the bell tower before Craven yeah. kicks it, and he just like, oh, like it feels like they just put a cattle prod to Yuri Lowenthal in yeah. the middle of recording. <laughs> yeah, but like some of it, it, it sounded really good, like um. Even that one line that they showed in the trail, the gameplay trailer, where he's like, um, "Like, no, I'll get him. He's mine. I don't remember what uh -huh. it was." Yeah. Um, when, when we he, finally it's... see the the eyes mm -hmm. start moving, yeah. that's when I was like, "Oh, that was good. That was good." He's great when he's not screaming. Later on, when you hear that, it's like he starts like, screaming more. Like whenever uh, it's around the time that he meets with Rio Morales, when like Miles gets kidnapped, and oh, in, yeah, in yeah. one of the sequences, I said, "I'll find him." Yeah, it's like it, it, it just becomes a little too much. And I'm like, uh, it's like, yeah, this is reminding me of like Bully Maguire. Like, I also like when I, they, they try to have Toby Maguire do the anger stuff that yeah. comes off more campy and and, and not as like uh, menacing as I would have liked. But mm -hmm. again, it's, it's kind of like at least that's just a few moments. I was like, I guess this is probably where we're going to stop using the suit. And lo and behold, that's exactly when it happened because that's when around the yeah. time where you finally beat Craven and. The Craven fight, yeah, it was great, but I much prefer the Miles versus Peter fight. It's like yes. because it's like this is such a cool like subversion of how he's gonna get the suit up because it's like he's really cool of like the idea of that one of the cooler elements of this game, the apprentice, the master and apprentice like idea, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then how like from Miles' perspective, he starts getting shafted for a while after Peter like uh, reunites with Harry, and then he sees that Harry has power. He was like, yeah, that's... like he was. That's and another feel, thing that like I, I feel Miles bad for Miles. I feel bad for Miles because have anything to do in this game outside of side the side missions are like his. Like a that, lot of the stories for this is found there. Um that's just kind of where I think like they didn't give him I don't know if like Miles just doesn't have much of a rogues gallery like mm -hmm. outside of Peter cuz he had like a good little thing going with uh, Mysterio. I did appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um I did appreciate some of the stuff with Haley, I feel like that was a little overblown. His visions, academy stuff, I didn't uh -huh. really like any of that. Um, so I think it just it felt like a step down to me, and yeah. um, in a lot of ways. And then in the main story, he just didn't have much to do besides this sudden, like hatred for Martin Lee, mm -hmm. where like he never mentioned any of it during his own game. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden, he was just like. I have to kill him. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, buddy, this is all of a sudden mm -hmm. going on. Like, especially I, I early like on, it. especially early on, because it's like, that's when, yeah. uh, that's when like, uh, Which, they're both, they're both overseeing the prison transfer. And then that's when they yeah. start healing. Like he's, he's having the kind of that hatred, but I would say one of the cooler things about this game thematically is that there is a lot of talk about redemption and second chances with this game. And yeah. I feel that is, Which, that, that, that is, that is kind of like underlined a lot through miles journey. As he's trying to find Lee, and then eventually you fight Lee, and Lee figures out why he like why Miles hates it. Like when he goes inside the thing, and that in those cool like uh, Arkham Asylum style, like you're in, in, inside the in, inside the mind. Part of me field. feels like that was a little overblown because they did that I think three separate times in this one, and yeah, I always felt like that was a bit of a slowdown in the 2018's game as well. So 
They did but it a no, lot also, really because the there, there, I, were, there were a few times that by the time that you got a final one in the final battle against Lee in 2018, it was like, yeah. again, we're here, we're fighting the big I know. Um, I did appreciate that it evolved past the, like, petty revenge yeah. side of it, where it was, like, Miles, like, in a fighting arena with Lee, decides to, like, help him escape. I was like, ooh, that's good Spider-Man right yeah. there. I was like, I'm going to let my villain go free for the sake of, like, helling my yes. master Where about Where all of this situation like i'm not going to try to escape myself i'm going to help him escape and then hope that he now has a change of heart to help me and, and of that's course seeing that full come full circle and um, i would say like know, the last by the way the last yeah. time you go inside a mr negative thing where it's both you and miles going to peter that he's getting reinfected with the symbiote stuff i yeah. absolutely love that part because it was like it it, it, it really hit that uh Something that something is not really hit on a lot of Peter Parker stories because the, a lot of the Parker luck and bad things that happen are very outside. It was a very insular look of seeing Peter kind of like what his fears are and Miles getting to see that like with Mr. Nate. And that's kind of like how you're helping him uh, both survive the symbiote that's still inside of him because that's when we get the anti-venom thing. But that's kind of where also the theme of redemption and second chances kind of comes through. Because Peter is is afraid of keep, keeping losing stuff, like like like, like, like he, the the death of Aunt May, you felt it, you feel it early on. You don't touch upon it so much, but then you get to experience it later on, and you see that that still weights heavy on him. And that's it's also brought yeah. up sometimes with the frustration with the symbiote, where overacting aside, it was like at least I know where some of that frustration comes from, and that I did I did like that. I... I resonated a lot with that side of it because as somebody who tries to be the Peter Parker, Clark, Clark, uh, Clark, Clark Kent, Kent guy in real life where it's like, just don't let it, the frustration get to you. Don't let it sink in, like let it mm -hmm. roll off. But then after a while, like that wears on you. And eventually um, the idea of what if you pull away that bank of capacity, you drain that person so much to the point mm -hmm. where all they have left is the anger Inner. that resides yeah. underneath. That's the part that, that I love coming out. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's kind of good. Even though it didn't get executed the best. Like I, I have spent most of my time here talking smack about it, but I need to give it its flowers that mm -hmm. I really loved this storyline between like once Craven showed up, Mm -hmm. I really liked like the infiltrating his manner, the mm -hmm. tuxedo camouflage, yeah. the tiger when thing. You like get you the, said. When you get the black suit, like, once I, you get the black, yeah. I just wish that we had started with the black suit sooner. Um, mm -hmm. And then turning Eddie Brock into Harry being the one that has venom, and the fact that it's literally sustaining him. Yeah. Harry voluntarily gives it up to save Peter's life, who got. Sh freaking uh -huh. stabbed by craven in his knife brutal in a brutal Great way stuff yeah um and i know like i don't want us to be here forever because we'll just talk about random miscellaneous I things i feel like we should jump into the third act and, and that's um, what i was kind of leading because it's yeah. like uh, i'm really loved that it was not eddie brock as venom that it was harry because yeah. in the moment finally when you're kind of done or sort of done dealing with craven and you got the black suit out and then like Peter finally knows, yeah, this is dangerous. This is dangerous stuff. Like, I can't have him, uh, I can't have Harry have that, even though Harry needs it because that's what is keeping him alive. And then when they meet together and then Harry kind of like hits the thing and uh, and regains the Venom suit, it's like by adding that extra kind of like connection where even though, yes, like the early flashbacks didn't really add much, 
when you're playing yeah. together with Harry, when he's like your buddy and you're going, you're, you're sometimes outside in the city, maybe a speeder spider, you run into Harry, you both do crimes together. It's like those things really help the bond. So then by the time that he regains the black suit and now turns out in, into the Tony Todd speaking Venom, like with the massive thing, it's like you really feel the weight of like, oh, now this is personal. It's like that is my friend. Eddie Brock wasn't your friend. And that's like what ends yeah. the ends the like really not just have the power of like the later part of this narrative, especially how in that moment, the big surprise of the game, you already said at the beginning, but it's like, it's the one time you get to play as Venom. And holy crap is the is that sequence where you're like, you turn into Venom and you wreak havoc as you're running away from Oscorp. One of the most insane moments of any game I played this year. The sheer brutality of how you're like snapping people's necks, like biting them in the neck and like throwing them out and just like with reckless abandon that then ends with that incredibly beautiful exit outside the time squares where you have your final fight with Craven. That bo the boss of Atuna that ends with Benham eating his face out. <laughs> like, oh man, it's like- Eating his face off, I need to clarify. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you cannot say Venom eats Craven out. That is going yeah. to be, yeah. that's going to be a bad situation. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, like the fact that you get to play as Venom after everybody was like freaking out about like, oh, this guy mentioned you might get to play Venom. And he's like, no, guys, it's just what the skills are called. Calm uh -huh. down. And I was like, yo, but what if you could kind of play as Venom? People have been wanting that for a long time since the we haven't been able, game, Yeah, we haven't game. been able. Yeah, we haven't been able to play him in uh, officially like this and in a more like high budget thing since Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. And then there was a friend or foe game that was like the kid game that you could technically play as Venom, but that was like a beat him up. So it was like yeah. you couldn't really play with him either. So it was like this was the first time you get to like see Venom like in whole in, in his whole whole key destructive. It's like Just they basically made him kind of like oh. spines, yeah. man. Like he has no worries about killing people, that's for sure. And I yeah. just I wish that he'd you'd gotten to play it as him longer or like just a secret unlock because mm -hmm. he has the ability to run, jump. Yeah. Uh, he has two skills. All him... you'd have to do is let him swing, and you could have just put him in the overworld, honestly. Yeah, it's like they gave him enough of a care of a combat kit that I'm like, man, I would have loved for something that allows you to just swing yeah. around and all that, especially because all of the event and this, the thing is that maybe you could because there was a side quest that someone left with some random stuff with Cletus and, Cassidy. Man, <laughs> That's if a... there was, um, I could easily see any of these being a DLC. Uh -huh. um, or I a side see, game. Like, at least, I hope we get a DLC or a side game before the Spider-Man 3. Mm. But, I mean, with them now focusing so much on Wolverine, who knows? But anyway. They have um, enough teams, they could do another. They're, you sell 2.5 million copies, you're going to follow this up. Like, you absolutely so have, to, you, you have to follow up. I mean, up if 2018 game. got three whole DLCs for it, we're going to get at least that many, I think, again. Yeah. It is interesting, though, that the, the city that never sleeps, the three pieces of DLC were announced before this game came out. They haven't announced anything that's similar to this with this. Maybe they learned from their lesson because yeah. almost not really any of them were received the best. Maybe the third one, but... Yes, they are better received now when you play them in the PS5 remaster now that all of them are out. Like you you play them low like back to back. It plays okay. out better instead of like one a month and there was like very brief time and all that stuff. Uh in fact like it, it, they have the same length as Miles Morales. It's so funny, it's like the city that's never sleeps, those three episodes together like binged. It's like a mm -hmm. it's like a smaller game. And uh 
it proves like yeah it's like a six hour chunk of spider-man like with the city already built and all that, that kind of works like, especially like uh, they already built out most of new york feels the same they made me made it bigger because of the visuals and then obviously the added of queens and brooklyn uh that yeah. uh that helped uh, like with the scale but they have the city so it's like they could technically be able to build more content if they want and they it was very interesting last week insomnia was like people were asking could you ever do a Ven? Do, do, do you remember those tweets? Could you do like a Venom spinoff or something like that? Yeah, and they were I saying so. Like right that, now, man. we're right, right now we're want to see like we're just focused on Spider-Man too. We want to see what the fan response is. It's like it's obvious what the fan response has been. It's like what makes Spider-Man too great and what makes me love this game just as much as the first two. Everything after Venom shows up that literally that's like literally it's like the story goes nuts it's like it it manages to briefly like give us the high definition version of web of shadows because that game was janky af was like not not really that great but like the idea of like a venom completely uh completely like infecting an entire city initially when it started especially when you get that scene of like harry after he kills craven and then he goes to talk to his mom at the at the at, at at the at the cemetery before oh, like yeah. uh, before the venom seems was kind of like talking like he was this mom be like we're gonna heal the world and lifts everything and then you see kind of like a visual of the entire world being covered mm-hmm. it was like that felt that's exactly what had happened but it was just more like a visual of like, what was happening because then when you're outside early on i was like yeah there's like this venom enemies which are kind of hard and it's kind of cool that uh you uh you improve the concussive blast the r1 circle attack to have like the sonic boom and that you really need that to uh be able to like quickly kill these guys uh, even though you can still do it normally but it's really helpful being able to do that, especially when the big hulking ones show up yeah. but it was like initially i was like yeah there's like some cool stuff like the venom activities that you have to put the sonic boom and wait for two minutes like waves and waves of enemies but it was like yes it's getting into the web of shadows of it all but it's like it's kind of lame that other parts of the city you see people still kind of like just chilling walking around it's like you don't really feel it it's like it doesn't feel as dire as like the story made it seem until it does until yeah. that until it then actually it hits. It, 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 because like there's absolutely the web of shadows moment <laughs> yeah. where tendrils everywhere yeah. crap it yeah. is terrible um i was it, it was so weird that i was like holy crap it's they, just like I used to play back in the day because I played through Web of Shadows at least three separate times. It's so I good. I, I really so I love much. that game as bad as it is sometimes. It's like it's so fun. It's like it's still the best yeah. combat of any Spider-Man game in that era. And uh, so the fact that we got so much of that, the crazy symbiotes running around, the fact that it like took over all of the crime just became either uh-huh. The cultists fighting uh-huh. the spider and Spider-Man would specifically mention he's like, guys, do you not know there's like an apocalypse going on? What are you doing burning houses down? Yeah. But then and, also the symbiotes would do stuff. And the Jameson podcast like changing to cover that is like they're they like they started hitting oh, really yeah. like really hard also with that. All of that. And um let me think that the Danicast. Yeah, the the, Danica, the, the the Danica podcast also still like touching on that even though she was already it was really cool that her side of the podcast was like hey anyone not worried about this like black suit that spider-man's like having especially the things that are happening like with what happened with lizard which is like yeah we saw black suit spider-man and lizard go in and only one of them go out people are not worried about this like there's like the world building side of things was like really well uh implemented to give extra weight to like a very traditional symbiote story but to me like the biggest surprise and i was like 
Wow, I did not see this coming. I'm really glad this happened. Scream. Yes. Scream. Like I was not expecting. I yeah. would consider. I would consider Scream a mostly obscure villain. Very obscure. She barely yeah. shows up in anything outside of like. She's terrifying to look at. So you can't yeah. put her in any of the kids' stuff. Uh -huh. um, and the fact that you made Scream MJ. Yeah. And <laughs> I like when she showed up. I was like, oh shoot, they're like they're taking on. And when she stood back up, she had the scream colors. I was sitting there like, no way, yeah. no way. Are you going to put this like secret boss in here? Uh -huh. Oh, I'm, I was so glad and, I got to fight and, that. And again, it's like, and that was like a, a, that amazing moment. Again, what I said is like, why I like the insomniac spin on Venom. Like of you coming back to your house and Harry's there with MJ, just like uh, in a very tense standoff uh, that eventually then he transforms MJ into Scream and then you fight Scream. And it's funny seeing Scream be the personification of what's MJ's internal strife. Uh, you see, you, you see what has been eating uh, eating inside her that you don't really notice, and you hear it in that fight, and it was like extra emotional and with extra punch. And I was like, man, it's like this story just keeps like throwing me the twists and turns because it's like before that was like the hour, or after that was the anti Venom stuff. I was like, the pedal, they they hit the pedal to the metal. I can't stop playing. Oh, yeah. This is so freaking awesome. And why was not this more of the game? Why did we have to stay so much with Craven when this is significantly better? To the point that with how big the tonal shift is, it does feel like we got a Spider-Man 2 and a Spider-Man 3 with this game. Like with it's something is just that much of a shift between like the tone of when the Ven when Venom really takes center stage that it's kind of hard to like really uh Compartmentality that both stories happen in the same game because they're that wildly different, and 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 when what's funny is because that's the part that's the part that I love the most. Even though this game lengthwise is the same as the original, because it has this different uh, this different sections that are like so wildly different in quality. And that third act is just so insurmountably better than yeah earlier than, than anything else in the game. To the point that's why I gave this game a nine to me personally. Because I was gonna score it lower. Um maybe, maybe it because sounds of, like you were about to, yeah. Yeah, they saw it in your review. Yeah, but it's like that that was the part where I was like, man, it's like that's why it's it feels like it's so funny. It feels like it was shorter, but it was not. It's just the incredible part just wasn't the entire game. That was yeah. like this venom fight, and especially like reaching the end where the venom becomes like this gargoyle like metal thing with like wings. Like and you fight him in the school and he leaves the school and you're jumping around like the the different like floating platforms and then the fight switches to miles and you fight him like in the wingsuit and then they both tag team together to fight him. It was like what an amazing final boss. Like everything with like Venom, including the final MJ section where she gets the sonic boom as you're like infiltrating the cave that has like this meter right that is what's destroying all of New York. It's like it's so it's like so cool. I'm like, this is gonna be a tough game to replay. Because, yeah. yes, I love the Sandman fight. I absolutely love it because of the spectacle. But I also know it, it also has the Uncharted 4 problem for me. That I, I know those little parts that makes it like that hurts replayability. That I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I have to trudge through this early flashback stuff. A lot of the walking and talking of going through the uh, Emily Mary, uh, uh, Emily May Foundation, uh, the Coney Island section. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so it's like. I think if you like, could just power through that first few uh -huh. hours. And once you get that black suit, I think it's very different. But let me let's start to kind of wind yeah. down uh, for last thoughts. Um, the the big final segment, 
mm-hmm. the big finale, Venom getting crazy giant bat wings, mm-hmm. throwing you around, dunking you as on a basketball court that he had pulled yeah. up from the city, mm-hmm. uh, making full circle the crazy meme of Venom yeah. dunking on <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, the fact that you get to fight him with both of them at separate times, you end up in the air, God of War style, just mm-hmm. beating the crap out of him with this synchronized, uh, awesome yeah. action pieces. Um, like it, it may have gone in a very rough direction at the start, mm-hmm. but boy, did it give me some Final Fantasy 16 over the top. This is the final battle. We're going to throw everything we can at each other. Um, The fact that you get crazy anti-venom powers back to get Mm -hmm. Peter's clearly superior symbiote powers back. Yeah. In a Um, way that makes sense. That are better. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Yeah, It it was was like uh, getting those powers back because when you lost, when you lose the symbiote, it's like, oh man, it's like, we're back to him feeling slightly lame compared to Miles. But then finding a way to keep the venom suit in a way that still worked. That it wasn't a backslide to him getting the black symbiote stuff again, and uh, that really helped. And uh, and the biggest surprise to, for me, because to, for people to know, is like I got this two things spoiler this game. Right? One of them was real, one of them was not exactly what happened. The one that was real was the anti venom stuff that I heard. Yeah. Oh yeah, Peter Parker becomes the anti venom. I'm like that initially. I was like, I guess that's how you get the powers back. So I was kind of expecting it. What I was not expecting was how awesome the moment was. That included the Martin Lee's redemption, him giving his power away for him to like get to, for Peter to get the anti venom suit that he could use to finish the fight against the venom. So it was like that helped with that theme of like redemption and seeing Martin Lee like you know that the tender moments of Martin Lee in that early 2018 game were not a, a farce. A lot of that he had that in him. It's just he was very consumed towards his revenge against Norman Osborn that that overshadowed that there was a trace of the goodness in Lee that shined there that was really cool and that helped that moment land for me even though I knew it was spoiled then the other spoiler that I heard that I was like oh Harry dies I'm like of course he does it feels like in every Spider-Man story that I know including a recent comic run in 2021 he ended up dying again and I was like that's so traditional I was like I just roll my eyes and the so at the end where he ended up not dying but he's still kind of like in life support like in, not looking too good but still alive and the fact that Plus, Norman Hawk makes the call as he's getting pissed off about Harry being bedridden saying uh-huh. give, give me the, the G serum and what's and that that's the like, goblin that's the goblin serum here we so go <laughs> so it's so funny to think that maybe we're gonna get both goblin and hobgoblin in the sequel on top of that post credit scene of this game that includes uh Norman going to visit Dr. Octopus and he mentioning something that he's writing the last chapter which is so clear that Norman's gonna break out Octopus and bringing everything kind of a full circle and the other post credit scene at the apartment for Miles and uh and Rio where they where they get like the person that Rio mentions a lot that he's she's dating again is this guy named Albert and he has a daughter Cindy who in the comics is Silk the spider, like the, the the silk, that one of the spider women that has the same that, that was bitten by the same spider as Peter Parker. The only thing that I really hope we don't get is what also happened in the comics, where Silk and Peter couldn't keep their hands off each other. Oh, and that could be very problematic, considering Silk seems to be much younger in this oh, run, yeah. <laughs> runtime. So I'm hoping they're not yeah, doing that. I feel I, I feel spider. Uh, I, I feel insomniac. Uh, like 
has enough respect for these characters that they're not gonna go into the spider semen like of yeah. it all. If they're <laughs> thank God for that at least. Um, but the, the, uh, considering that they've already made huge changes to like characters and stuff, I feel like that's an easy one for them to just sidestep completely. Because mm -hmm. that was the whole thing with that was uh, Peter and Silk were bit by the same spider, so they mm -hmm. had a gravitation to one another. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping that it's like, oh, I was gravitated towards like working alongside you i don't know i don't really care but i am mm -hmm. i'm curious about that curious about the weird miguel um uh, yeah which was one of the side quests side activities that when you complete yep. it's like oh there's spider-verse stuff in this thing and they mentioned really miguel O'Hara with the with the spider-verse art style i was like that would be cool if that's like something that they tackle in the third game because like my big fear of like doing venom is like and how big they want with venom is like how do you go bigger i can imagine a spider-verse thing would be bigger because i like goblin but to me it's like even though Goblin has like very personal like stuff, especially in Spider-Man story in regards to Gwen Stacy, they haven't pursued that in this game for that to be kind of like a bigger thing for me personally compared to like doing Venom like they did in this game. That I was like, what could be bigger? Maybe a multiversal stuff that it's tied to Goblin, that would be cool, especially if they get Miguel O'Hara in. And the Cletus Cassidy thing, that was like the yeah. flame side quest with Wraith, which we didn't even talk about her, I... like real quick. That was Yuri Watanabe who helped you in the yeah. first game. She, she, Gets oh. the vigilante persona in this one, and eventually I you really learn. Hope it was like... that we get the uh, the Spider-Man PS one where like Harry gets the symbiote back briefly and Venom is uh -huh. on your side. Yeah, like he can die. That's for all I care. But I want you to team up with Venom to fight Carnage. Yeah, that would be the coolest thing. But who knows what's gonna happen? That's probably yeah. gonna be like a deep yeah. Game. So it's like uh, they it, there was a lot of sequel bait with this one that I'm like yeah. It's like they, there's some middle middle child syndrome of the sequel that will tee up something that's nice but some of what's tantalizing in play like uh more wraith which is jury one navi uh cletus cassidy that he was like the flame leader that then you learn after when he mentions some of the carnage and gets the venom thing at the end like crap they really teased carnage in this thing interesting uh the return of dr octopus silk is like uh miguel o'hara so many different things have been like teased that even though I have problems with Spider-Man too, as we have mentioned, it's like the things that the things I really love about this game I love so damn much that even me giving it a nine feels painful because I'm like, I see the ways this could have been better. Especially like we only talked briefly earlier with like this instability of this game. We, we talked about it's like just that was kind of unacceptable how like unstable the game was. It was already got patched already uh, in the same day that we got re we recorded. I kind of want to see it again and play some of the early parts that felt yanked to see if that actually helped it but it was like really unfortunate that there were so many things like hitting the enjoyment because i feel for the most part there's so much in this game that really does feel like the step up i wanted of this game as a sequel it's just it takes longer to get to that that then by the time you get to that you see the other person i'm like why is this here like why was this here this could have been an easy slam dunk as it is right now is I like elements from 2018 better. I like the vibe and feel of 20 of, of Miles Morales Christmas Christmas theme and like the tight adventure of him like a his personal story like slightly better. But the big swings of Spider-Man 2 are my favorite of the three games. And it's so funny because it's like Spider-Man 2 is a game that I like more and I like less in equal measure as the other two. And it balances out for me. My to, same thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's very difficult to to wrap it all up, but that's mm -hmm. probably the best way that I could suggest. And 
that's really yeah i i think i'm gonna look forward to playing this game again yeah i, I really want to give it another shot in the future yeah and now where would you say like quickly how would this rank in this year for you really quick before we wrap up um i would say it's it's uh, underneath armored core right now and mm -hmm. fighting for second place with final fantasy 16. yeah to me like final fantasy 16 is still my favorite game this year uh subject to change because i'm going to replay a bunch of the of these games because we're about to enter a very very free wheeling time the next two months because we're done with releases so i kind of want to see if i still hold strong with some opinions kind of like how you were so high a jedi survivor and now you don't think it's the same as well maybe you can go back to it and maybe it's another patch happened since you played it so they're still patching so i'm, I'm hoping i'm so, yeah. i want to go back to it for sure yeah what's funny is that going coming into this year as if spider-man 2 was like my fourth most anticipated game this year it technically still is like it, it, it's, it's like at a number four for me right now because I have Final Fantasy 16, Armor Core 6, and Mario at the, uh, like above it. But this is a game that because the length is not too much either, I want to do a replay now that I heard the patch has been has, has fixed stuff. And maybe these slower parts are going to go quicker now that we know which what, what they are and it's going to play better. It's just, I wish it was New Game Plus. Again, it's like, why is not New Game Plus here? It's like, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, as, like as soon as it started to really getting into this game, like with the Venom stuff, it was over. And and then I'm like left wanting more, which to be fair, by the time I was done with 2018, I was done. I was like, I think I've had my fill. I feel I haven't had my fill with this game because the thing I absolutely loved about it just came too late. So I'm like, it's it puts it in in, in an interesting position. But it's like there's so much that's good. It's like we harped a lot about it on this game. That's what's so funny about it. Think about it, think about it like this. I harped a lot on the things that I don't like about this. Think about how good the parts I like are that I still think it's still this, that this, high. It's still that high for me, like relatively with everything else I played. On a year yeah. where I for our listeners that have listened, how often have I said I'm burned out in Marvel? I'm so burnt out in Marvel, I don't care. And yet for you're a still here goes yeah, the and, show. Yeah, and for, and, for, and for a bit we were like, I don't think I'm really that excited about this game, and I still like adore my time with it. It's like yeah. There's just something, and now I kind of want to play all of them. I know I shouldn't because we got Alan Wake coming, but I'm like, it put me in that mood. So I think, in a way, left leaving me wanting is kind of good because it's like, that's how you know that you want more. And I hope that New Game Plus comes soon because they did tease, hey, you can replay it with the ulti, ulti Manium difficulty. That's what it said, right? Like, when you when you ultimate. beat it, yeah, yeah the ult ultimate difficulty. I'm like, yes, but that would require, like, not using my upgrades. I'm like, Yep. I don't want to do that. Like, I want to have everything in <laughs> to just blast through. But yeah, it's like overall, uh, why would you score it, Paul? As we, because I gave it a night. Like, why would you give it with everything we've said? It's it's probably gonna be a nine. A nine but too. That's because the 2018 is a ten for me. That makes sense. Yeah, and and nine just the same as the 2018 game for me. So yeah. There you have it, Paul. There you have it, people. That's our thoughts and uh, our media thoughts on Spider on Marvel Spider-Man 2, a game that was pretty great overall. It's just it had all the positive, it had all capacities to be the best one. It's just not, but that doesn't prevent it from being really great. So, Insomniac, you're still doing great work. Great work. I'm saddened about the bugginess that creeped up in this because I know your polished levels can be better than they were. Hopefully that patch really fixed things and it's going to make this criticism like 
null by that by that point and i hope because i want to believe the people that told me that the review experience was not this buggy so and yeah. many people have said it so and i don't think they're trying to cover their asses either so so yeah that wraps our thoughts on spider-man 2 the last big story-driven game that we were anticipating for this year paul that's nuts so that yep. wraps yeah so <laughs> gonna people. go play alan wake 2 in a minute <laughs> yes so where can people find you paul as always, y'all can find me at Dork of Art on Twitter. I post funny things and sometimes drawings. And you? They can find me at A underscore Drosegobi on Twitter, slash X. They can find me at AlejandroSegobi93 on Instagram, slash threads. And both my written content at SeasonGaming.com and TheCriticalCorner.com, where you can read my review for Spider-Man 2. It's over at TheCriticalCorner.com. And then it's going to be alternating between both sides. Uh, the things I review with Alan Wake 2 going to be the next review over at Season Gaming. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed our rambling talk about Spider-Man 2 uh, with a little bit of like a time a time crunch as we were trying to blast through so much. But it's going to be an interesting game to think of, think back on when we reach Game of the Year time, Paul. But until then, keep playing some games. There's so many of them. Maybe you haven't platinum this game. Finish the platinum. It's a fun one. Although too easy. One. <laughs> Way too easy to get one. And... Uh, We'll see you. We'll see you next time for the next episode of the Xbox, and always on Fridays at two PM onwards, God willing. So, press X. Do play. Good night, everybody. Hasta la vista, baby.